Inspired Execution is a podcast featuring tech leaders from some of the world's largest enterprises and fastest-growing startups. Hosted by Datastax Chairman and CEO Chet Kapoor, each episode follows a leader's journey to scaling a massive business while inspiring their teams. Join us to learn about the experiences that have shaped them, challenges they've overcome, and the advice they'd give to their younger selves. RF Mateen, EVP and CTO at Wiley, is passionate about delivering business value through technology solutions and product innovation. Today, he describes how Wiley is leveraging AI and ML to personalize the education experience. He discusses the concept of adaptable learning and explains how you can draw strength from failure. RF also shares his favorite inspirational quotes by Sir Winston Churchill. RF, welcome to the podcast. We've known each other for many years. Really appreciate you making the time to do this with us. It's really good to be here, Chad. Uh, always great to catch up with you as well. Super excited about this. So let's get started. You've been in the education sector for a while. Wiley, Ascend Learning, Pearson. What got you started in education? It was kind of interesting because I also worked in, uh, in other industries uh, prior to this. But when I started in the education business, I kind of felt an affinity for the topic and uh, came to realize that the work that uh, I do is is really important, right? This is a noble mission. We uh, kind of feel very close to the people that are uh, going through our uh, content, uh, learning, trying to help improve their lives on a daily basis is uh, really kind of what got me hooked into this uh, domain. And I became very interested in really kind of turning this into a uh, big chapter of my career through this journey here. We met when you were in the telecom industry, right? We've obviously known each other for a long time since then. Is there any applicability, you think, between the two? Is there things that you learned there that you can apply to the education world? The trends uh, that were uh, happening in the, in the telecom industry were quite amazing, right? And in some ways, you know, kind of basically good and bad, you can make uh, some observations there. In the telecom industry, they went through a large amount of change and turmoil throughout the industry to try to get things back in control. In some ways, the education industry is really not that different here. The higher education space in North America, which has had to tremendously modify itself to uh, try to accommodate the demand find the match with the supply and provide, you know, better and better quality material, really help get students focused on their uh, career outcomes and not just learning outcomes. And at the same time, really make sure that everything is really affordable and people can go through this experience and come out the other end with a very positive outcome in their lives here. So there are some commonalities that if you kind of think about how the two industries compare, you can kind of deal with drawing some analogies between the two. Technologically speaking, the uh, telecom industry also had to really kind of go quite a long ways to uh, to get there. I actually started my telecom career way before then, and it was uh, in the days of wireline where there was actually no wireless. And you can kind of imagine the effort that went into the uh, modernization that was needed in the end user behavioral changes that were needed as people migrated from uh, wired 
networks into wireless networks. And a lot of that has direct analogies in my mind in the in the education industry. You know, and we are kind of going through this, right? There was a lot of in-person learning. Now everything is uh, is online. And, you know, for a long while, this trend has been talked about, but the recent experiences in COVID has kind of led into uh, the online education space really taking shape, really thriving these days. Every expectation is that this trend will continue. There are some people that are saying that, well, you know, as soon as uh, we are back to normalcy, all of this is going to go away. I'm not one of those people. I think that uh, this is here to stay for us. And a lot of people have learned how to enjoy this and, and learn how to deal with the online education and improving themselves. That's awesome. The parallels between the industries and what happens post-COVID is a very interesting point of view. Um, I have always, having um, thought about education at Google a couple of years ago, um, my mantra was, we don't learn the way we live. I think it's so disparate, right? The way we live and then the way we learn, right? And it's a combination of different things. Do you feel the same way? And uh, the second part of the question is, how do you think about ML and AI contributing to this, um, you know, learning the way we live? I don't know of two people that learn the same. There are quite a few differences between uh, the way you learn versus the way I learn versus the way another person learns. And uh, we uh, have to try to learn to accommodate for that. And we have to try to figure out ways for the instructors, for the learners to cope with the different ways of teaching and learning in the process so that we can actually improve the outcome. And the outcome really is improving the learning for that student. To this end, machine learning and AI have quite a lot to uh, bring to the table here. And actually, we are one of the uh, leaders in uh, in this area through our Newton Alta product, where we not only kind of basically help try to improve the learning experience, but we try to also personalize it to ensure that our content, our instructions, our material is tuned to the needs of the learner and the behaviors that this learner is presenting throughout the learning process, which kind of picks up the way I learn versus the way you learn versus the way somebody else learns. And it tunes itself to that behavioral aspect of a uh, learning experience. This is a powerful capability. This industry is still in the early days as far as this topic is concerned. But it goes to show that uh, machine learning and and AI technologies can contribute tremendously to this topic here. We have tremendously increased the number of our learners in math, in STEM, in chemistry, kind of using these types of technologies so far. And there's still a long way to go, but it's very promising to see how ML and, and AI are really improving the learning experience and the teaching experience also to, uh, to accommodate uh, the specific learner's needs. It's not going to replace teachers, right? But I think it can really enhance teaching. And I think that's the point you're making. And a lot of people who get into this, you can try to get as far as possible, but the human interaction does mean a lot. I call this adaptable learning. The adaptable learning uh, has a lot to do with the teacher as well as the learner. Sometimes the learners are strong and they can pick up stuff fast. Sometimes the learner are slower and they require a lot of handholding. And adaptable learning basically says that the teacher also really needs to come to a recognition of how this learner is actually learning. Try to provide the helping hand in the learning process. And uh, that makes it very exciting to see that these technologies are coming along really fast to make these things happen. As a leader, 
What has been hard to overcome for you personally? There have been many things that have been hard for me to overcome. But in particular, what I think of is the fact that these days our life is about making significant change and transformational change for our businesses here. This transformational change, a lot of people kind of in some ways think about the technology part. uh, And sometimes the technology part of this is very difficult, right? Uh, I don't want to really undermine this. Uh, But as compared to bringing the users along, re-engineering the processes and re-engineering for the success of the business, it is a uh, difficult challenge for uh, many people to deal with. And it requires lots of patience. It requires that you're persistent. It requires that you are heavily focused on ensuring that the process re-engineering is going to make things better. You have to accommodate, uh, you know, different people because after all, we're all people and different people have different pace for transformation. And we just need to kind of be patient more than I have liked in the past in some of the cases, which has kind of made things a little bit more difficult than I like to admit. But it's been uh, worthy of the effort because once you look at the transformational changes that comes about as a result of the effort of the teams, it's just like a beautiful painting. You know, everything coming together quite nicely. Technology piece parts are working. Processes are modified and are optimized. Users are much happier. Most important, our customers are much happier as a result of these improvements. I just kind of love seeing that picture. I thrive for that end goal uh, all the time in everything that I touch. I love uh, seeing that sort of outcome. I was going to say, when you talked about impatience, isn't that a reality, right? Our lives are living between patience and impatience, right? And uh, impatiently being patient or patiently being impatient, right? Depending on which phrase you want to do, that's what many successful leaders land up doing. Shifting gears, it's interesting times, right? COVID, and you talked about this, and it is changing your business, accelerating everything that Wiley's been thinking about doing. But I want to focus a couple of minutes on how you work. You are obsessing about users differently than you used to uh, obsess about it. One of our values is about obsessing users and enterprises. So you're obsessing about them, yet your folks are delivering products with new experiences, with ML and AI in it. As you're turning and accelerating the company through this weird time, how do you inspire your teams to produce you know, great technology, great experiences? I try to stay very engaged with my teams and colleagues, regardless of the topic. I kind of go back to my own experiences of the past when uh, I had managers that were engaged in my activities and showed a lot of interest, I really thrived. And I try to really kind of practice the same for my teams in the way I conduct myself, right? Having a... Uh, organization that is fairly flat and has got all obstacles removed, having a no-door policy to ensure that you have access to everyone and everyone has access to you, especially these days during COVID, just kind of making it a point to really obsess about the delivery that we have for our customers, obsess on the user experiences to ensure that they are optimized. We are continuously engaging with internal, external customers and clients to ensure that they are really benefiting from the contributions of a technology team and ensuring that uh, everyone kind of sees and feels the impact that they're having on the business. Engineers are smart people. 
And if they do not feel that they are really kind of having positive impact with their products and technologies and their projects, then they get disappointed. And I think we have to kind of continuously ensure that they feel a part of the puzzle from concept to reality, right? Uh, and not really kind of basically uh, draw organizational boundaries around them to say that you can only work in this area and not that area that is somebody else's responsibility. And I think you really need to kind of break those barriers inside the organization to ensure that people have the freedom to collaborate openly across the board, because that is the key to success. Who inspires you? Quite a few, but uh, I'm always inspired by uh, Sir Winston Churchill, right? Uh, Some of his uh, most famous quotes uh, really kind of gets me going every day. I have a few that I go by, right? First one being uh, success is the ability to go from one failure to another with no loss of enthusiasm. Another one which is really interesting is success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And my last favorite one is, uh, if you're not going through hell, then keep going. What advice would you give to a younger version of yourself? Use that first quote from Churchill, right? Uh, Which was the success is the ability to go from one failure to another with no loss of enthusiasm. And I would tell the younger version of myself that they need to really kind of get comfortable with failing. We learn so much in failing, both personally and professionally. Innovation doesn't come about without failing, taking big risks. And by taking these risks, sometimes this will just kind of become a major self-discovery process and uh, gets us back to uh, learning more and more every day about innovation. On that note, Arif, I want to say thank you very much. This has been a great discussion. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Thank you, Chad. This is always great to catch up with you. Great opportunity. I think you are really inspiring people by uh, doing this activity here. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm sure we'll talk soon. Take care. In RF's words, no two people learn the same way. With new technology and adaptable learning, educators and education systems can deliver students more personalized experiences and help them achieve better outcomes. As you facilitate cultural change inside your company, make sure that everyone knows their role and impact And most importantly, RF reminds us that innovation doesn't exist without failure, so don't be afraid to take risks. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Inspired Execution Podcast, hosted by Chairman and CEO of Datastax, Chet Kapoor. We have many more guests and amazing stories to come, so stay tuned. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the series to be notified when a new episode is released. And for Apple Podcast listeners, please rate and review the show to help give it a wider reach to listeners such as yourself. And feel free to drop us any questions or feedback at inspiredexecution at datastacks.com.